And joining us this morning on the Harbor One Hotline, it is old friend Tori Krug, former Boston Bruin. I'm not. It, it pains me so much to mention where he is currently playing that I'm <laughs> that I'm not going to do it. But right. uh, Tori, good morning, and thanks for being on with us today. Hey, you guys. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. I believe the last time you were on this program, it was right after I had started here at WEEI, and you said how much you loved Boston and you would stay. It didn't matter how much money it was, and then, boom, you were gone. I don't know what happened. That's probably a jinx on this program. Is that a jinx on this show, Tori? Uh, I guess so. I guess so, yeah. It was was, uh, very unfortunate we uh, we couldn't come to terms. But, you know, it's uh, part of life, and and we had to move on, unfortunately. But uh, we have so many friends and family here in the area. Uh, We spent the summer this year here, and uh, we still love it. So uh, it's a good place to call home. Yeah, I got to see it uh, for Zach Brown, Brown, which was an awesome show. Tori, what was your favorite song? (laughs) Oh, uh, they all were great. <laughs> There's too many good ones. They play, and they, I love when they play the covers too, um, Metallica and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. they they do do. Wow. They're, they're a great cover band. They are a great mm-hmm. cover band. Um, Tori, it's been uh, a sad couple days here in this city, and and for the hockey community, especially in the city, uh, after after learning about Jimmy Hayes, I wanted to ask you what made him such a special teammate. Yeah, and, and thanks for bringing that up. I mean, um, first, I just wanted to send my condolences to the Hayes family. Um, you know, Jimmy is just a, a special guy. Um, literally every single room he, he walked into, uh, he lit it up with a, with a smile, a joke, uh, lots of laughs. And, um, you know, it, it's just it's hard to put into words what, what he meant to not only his teammates but his family. And, um you know they have such a strong family. It's uh, it's tough to to see this happen, but um, you know it's hard. Like I said, to put into words what what he meant, and you know you don't hear people talking about the championships and all the goals that he scored over the years. And um, there were plenty of those. You know he won a couple championships at Boston College, but you hear them all talking about his his character and how much fun he was to be around and and uh, and that smile. So. Um, it's a very tough few days, uh, and I, I appreciate you guys uh, bringing that up. Well, he got that he got that hat trick against the Senators playing playing for you guys, uh, they, and I think he scored that third the third one with like a second left in that game. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I, that's one of the great memories I have too. Um, he was so excited to to wear the Boston Bruins sweater, and uh, you know I remember when he scored that hat trick like it was yesterday. We all celebrated on the bench. I think it was might have been like a blowout game too where we were uh beating him pretty good and when he got that goal uh we were all pumped for him um because we knew what it meant for him to wear the Bruins sweater what a dream dream come true it was to play in front of his friends and family and um that was a pretty cool moment I saw a picture last night actually of you and he and uh Z and uh Krejci (laughs) and Tuca dressed at dressed as minions at Children's Hospital, which is apropos considering where we are today. Yeah, for sure. You know what? That's a that's another great memory too. And I was the only guy that fit the part there. Everyone else was like <laughs> six foot five. <laughs> um, but yeah, is uh, you know I actually remember doing multiple um, hospital visits with Jim, and uh, it was so easy to go in with him because you know what these patients are going through every single day. It, it's tough and. That was just another 
one of his God-given abilities, he walked in a room and, and lit it up and made people laugh. And um, no matter what they were going through, it was, it was easy to go in a room with, with like that with Jim. And, um, you know, that's a great, great memory. That's a cool picture. I, I saw that yesterday uh, for the first time in a very long time, and it definitely put a smile on my face. Tori, as a former athlete, I didn't know how difficult it must be when you find a place that you really love and you love playing for a specific organization. And then ultimately, you know what, you have to move on because maybe you need a few more commas in that paycheck. Um, when you look at your time here in Boston, you know, you speak highly about the city, you speak highly about your experience playing here. What, 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 th- what stands out the most for you um, when you played here in Boston? Well, there's two things that stand out the most, and um, the first would be, you know, the fans. And I think, you know, when you have high expectations for for a team and uh, for individual players, I think it it pushes you forward to be the best uh, that you could possibly be and and help you, you know, reach your own potential. So um, that was great. Every single night being judged to be, you know, one of the best in in the world as a team and as an individual um, so that was that was fun. At times it was tough because you didn't always bring your best game, but you knew that they were expecting you to, to play uh, well the next game, and, and they loved you for your hard work and that blue collar mentality. So um, you know, I think that was one of my favorite moment or favorite things about playing for the city. And then the second was my teammates. Um, you know, that was such a, a tight knit group for so many years, and um, you know, played with multiple Hall of Famers that you know, came and went, and, and that are also still there. And, um, you know, we're all still very close friends. I think that's uh, that's what speaks so highly about the group. We talk a lot about the Bruins window uh, on sports radio. H- how long do you think Bergie ends up playing for? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Um, he could. He's like a fine wine. He's getting better as he gets older. And um, <laughs> I'm not really sure how much more he has in the tank, but he can play as long as he wants. And I'm sure the city of Boston and the Boston Bruins will – allow him to uh, to play as long as he wants as well. Tori, uh, Greg talked about you visiting hospitals. Obviously, you were part of the Jimmy Fund while you were here. Uh, you're also a dad. We've talked to so many patients that are young children and their parents are so strong. For you, what's that impact like as a player but also a father uh, dealing with, with sick kids and, and, and trying to bring a smile to their face? Well, yeah, and that's kind of what I was hinting at earlier was, you know, you're walking into a the hospital room to visit children and um, you don't know what their, their families are going through. Um, you know, the parents, what they're doing financially to, to support, uh, you know, all the treatments that their children need and let alone that the emotional uh, toll and tax that it takes on, on families as a group. And um, now being a father, that, that speaks a whole new light to me. Um, I can't imagine uh, going through that stuff with, with your children and, um, it just kind of shows how important those visits were. If we could just, for a very, very brief moment, you know, allow the, the families uh, to forget what they're going through and, and just put a smile on their face. Uh, I just thought it was it was always something that I was up for um, in the group of guys in Boston and obviously in other cities as well, but specifically in Boston, they do a great job with those hospital visits. And um, it was always a lot of fun to go do. And congratulations to with baby Hartford. How is it being a family of four this off season? <laughs> it's different. We we have a lot of uh, routines and things that we're trying to figure out, but we're lucky because um, you know our two children are great. Sailor's a, a great great big sister, and, and Hart's been um, you know really relaxed and an easy baby for us. So 
um, we've been lucky uh, and we're very fortunate, obviously, two healthy and great kids. And, um, you know, we're, we're having fun and no better place to do it, you know, than the Boston, uh, with Boston in your backyard. And uh, we're enjoying every second of it. That's a great name. Great you, name. Yeah. You, are you guys, are you guys like the only people who had some memorable night in Hartford, Connecticut or something? Is that, <laughs> is that where that comes um, from? <laughs> You know what? I I got a bunch of messages like that and, and some funny ones as well. But uh, yeah, it's a very very unique name. I don't think my wife's ever been to Hartford, unfortunately. But the whale is fed growing up as a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and and also, have you stopped playing that stupid Laura Branigan song every time you guys score a goal in St. Louis? No, it's still going. Still oh, going. It's still going. It's still you going. You guys will have to come down. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Tori, one of the things that, you know, I mean, it's kind of a little bit relatable uh, when we talk to people today, especially during the Jimmy Fund. It's about dealing with adversity. And I know it's different for you, but, you know, as a player who's always kind of dealt with ad- adversity because you're not the biggest guy, what are some of the things that, you know, maybe that you, you do um, to get over some of those humps of dealing with the adversity of people always going, ah, you know, he's not big enough, he's not big enough? Yeah, for sure. No, that's a a great question. Um, you know, I'll be the first to say that some of the things that I've dealt with uh, in my career, um, I don't like to call them adversity just because there's so many bigger things going on in the world. Uh, kind of like the, the cancer patients that we've talked about and some of the other things going on. But uh, that being said, you know, the way that you deal with hard times is um, first you have to, to understand and, and accept what's going on and um, that can be the hardest part, but then, you know, what the most important thing is, is what you do next. So, um, you know, it's accepting it, realizing what's going on and how you respond to to what's going on is important. And, um, trying to, to show up every day with a smile on your face and, and realize that there's, um, you know, certain things out of your control, but you can only um, control what you do next. And, and that's been important to uh, philosophy or I guess you know mentality in my career over the years and um, it's been very helpful for me well I really appreciate you getting up early and and joining us on this year's Jimmy Fund Radio Telethon Tori yeah, thank you it's yes. great to talk to you I thank you for everything that you did for the city while you were here everything you continue to do um, I wish you luck I mean not that much luck I want, I want <laughs> I'm, you know I'm, I'm hoping that the Bruins are going to be 25 million dollars over the cap fraudulently so we can get a fraudulent stanley cup like the lightning did uh this upcoming season i mean everybody in the league must look at that like that's fraudulent right yeah it's a little bit crazy but um you know they they played within the rules technically but yeah it's it's a little nuts but all right we gotta find a kucherov you can can just call it fraudulent it's 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 a scam it's a big scam all right listen it's great to talk to you and have a great rest of the summer and uh we'll see you soon all right thanks guys i appreciate it take care